All right, y'all, 27 March 2023. Uh, we're about to launch into a, a, an incredible, incredibly busy travel month as we end uh, the March months. But uh, there's a lot to do before we get there. A lot, a lot to cover today, uh, including the abject absurdity of relying on the medical monopoly for your health as they continue to spiral ever more out of control, ever more out of health. And the, the, the misnomer of healthcare becomes more and more obvious. I'll get to that as we got to discuss even more absurd antibiotic use. We also have got uh, some connection links to talk about with Fauci and the CCP in China, Wuhan Institute of Virology. We've got someone jo joining us, Ava Chen, to talk about a story of an arrest of uh, Mr. Guo. Uh, and it's intriguing the claims that are being made about how deep into this Fauci was, how controlled by the CCP uh, elements of our government are as it related to COVID and maybe what moves forward from here. That's coming up. Hour two, uh, we'll see. we got a Bridie on simulcast. I've got a lot of stories to cover there as well about the medical monopoly. I hope you'll tune in and tell your friends the place for health, freedom, and healing liberty right here on the Robert Scott Bell Show, robertscottbell.com slash listen for the chat room. I want to see you there. We're getting this healing party started right about now. The Robert Scott the Bell Robert Show. Scott Bell Show. The voice of health, freedom, and liberty. The Robert Scott Bell Show. Many of you, this is the first day of your work week. For us, it's the second. We start on Sunday with our broadcast, and it is live and new every Sunday at this point. So don't think that you can just start up on Monday and be up to date on all the health, freedom, and healing liberty happenings on planet Earth. Tune in now and tell your friends as well. And we've got a lot to cover, both domestically and internationally, as it relates to your freedom moving forward. And yes, that means uh, uh, future pandemic, scamdemic, plandemics. Could they be going through the CCP, the Chinese Communist Party? Not exaggerating there. Another very real issue. But, of course, it originates here in the United States with our penchant and love affair or lust affair with the pharmaceutical industrial complex, a demon death cult, if there ever was one, spawned in a modern context out of the IG Farben breakup after uh, Nazi Germany's fall, World War II. Or did they fall? Or are they still rising in regards to the attack and, and, and destruction of the most innocent and, 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 and helpless among us. And if we don't stand up against the pharmaceutical church, are we going to be victims of it too? Or have we already been victimized by it? I know big questions to ask today as we crank up uh, this edition of the Robert Scott Bell Show. Thank you all for being here. I really appreciate it. Uh, before we get into our, our first guest in a little bit, and, and some, some controversies that are unfolding, some of which you suspected, others more detailed than I'd ever heard. Uh, that's coming up. But I, I seemingly, uh, there's been a big theme recently about the antibiotics that I've covered for so many years here. Now, you know, I've raised my children now 23, 17 and a half with no antibiotics, not one. Not once have I had to resort to an antibiotic in any of their ailments, illnesses, and, you know, acute uh, manifestations of something we call infection. Because I know the many ways to address infection by restoring integrity to the terrain. And if you do need to tamp down directly on an infectious agent, you can do so without destroying your microbiome biodiversity. 
You can do so without making your body weaker. You can do so without destroying your liver. May get into that in this, but this first opening story, it's just, I, I don't know, Super Don, if this was a moment of duh, if it qualifies, but good Lord, can you believe a headline like this in 2023? Why? Well, you, you know, uh, we just learned about antibiotics like what last week, I think it was. So yeah, it's, it's, like it's new science, story. you know. What uh, the, not... Look at this headline. <laughs> Why antibiotics may not help patients survive their viral infections. What? what? Excuse me. Was there some kind of uh, uh, conclusion we weren't aware of that the antibiotics were ever thought to help? You know, there, viral there, I, I, I'm guessing that there should be like some kind of little funny little like rhyme or something like that, that they teach uh, first uh, year medical students. How about pre-med students? Or pre-med students, right? You know, in fact, I'll even give credit to, I know some people are not a big fan of him, but ZDog MD had a, had yeah. a video that he put together and it was, it was doing a rap about uh, C. diff and people taking, uh, uh, you know, and he was he was talking about how uh, when you have a virus, antibiotics are not desirous. Okay. Uh, you know, and it's it's true. I mean, this is like, you know, kids would should know that you don't take an antibiotic if you have a virus. But apparently, what they've been doing is they've been giving they've been prescribing antibiotics because. And I'm not a doctor. If there's a doctor out there that might be able to explain this, that maybe this is a legitimate thing, but they're worried that somebody might get a bacterial co-infection when they come in with a viral infection. So they'll give them antibiotics. Now, is that a thing? Yes, that's a thing. They will do that. That's been okay. part of the problem, but it's not like they ever claimed that the antibiotics could cure quote-unquote a viral infection even though there's controversies about what that actually is but the reality is it's what they had it's what they used we got this we just we, just in case we know that they don't work for viruses even though they don't talk about it so much we're going to give you this antibiotic just in case so prophylactic antibiotics should you have a secondary or tertiary uh bacterial infection now how many times have I discussed things like influenza, which they claim to be a viral issue, that if you do not have good clearance pathways besides immune response, but I'm talking liver, kidneys, lymph, colon, the debris field of a successful immune intervention to overcome something called influenza. It's not enough to, to quote unquote, kill the bad guys. Now you got to, you got all of these dead bodies lying on the battlefield. Now, if you leave them there, you're going to have secondary bacterial infections, mm. not because the virus causes the bacterial infection. Again, I'm, I'm putting aside controversies about viral infection at the moment. Please bear with me here. You have some kind of intervention, immune intervention, your immune system succeeds, or you use something to help you overcome it. And now you have a dead body strewn all over the battlefield. What are you going to do? Leave it there to putrefy? Dead bodies breaking down, decaying in your body. Do you well, think you might need to help the body to eliminate? Robert, the I mean, all the doctors have to do. I mean, don't they do this? Don't they like sit there and try and optimize the path of elimination there for getting rid of these things? I mean, that's normal uh, uh, procedure, isn't it? No, these doctors haven't taken a crap in a month. <laughs> so they can't think straight. Their brains are, are no. filled with garbage. And they know nothing that they do enhances elimination 
And so the next thing is, oh, my gosh, look, we got a secondary lung infection. We got a pulmonary issue here. We've got bacterial pneumonia here. Again, how many times have I been down this road with you? I'm not yelling at you, Super Don. I'm just this is I, I this. These are the experts that are killing you. This is long before COVID even. The insanity of a profession that looks at everything as a chemical deficiency in the body. Chemotherapy, <gasps> cancer, chemotherapy deficiency. No, infection is a chemotherapy infection deficiency because antibiotics are a form of chemo. And I've urged you to think about this the next time a doctor says, hey, I'm going to prescribe for you a, 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 instead of an antibiotic, say chemo. I want to give you some chemo for that. You're like, whoa, doc, it's just an infection. What do you mean chemo? Yes, that's how you need to be thinking. And these antibiotics have to be a last, 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 almost never resort. And I've shared with you my experience of using them as a last resort. So I'm not saying they're never, ever to be used, but if you use them the way they're being used today, they will not be an option ever. And that leads to our second story. Uh, you know, well, it's, it, it's, it's in this story embedded and I'll get to it, but the why antibiotics may not help patients survive viral infections, new research. You're talking about the uh, the money shot on this. Yeah, story. the money shot. Yeah, I want you gotcha. to put that up if you don't mind. This has really jumped out at me. I, I and and just so you don't have to work too hard, you want to read this story. I hope this jumps out at you, Super D. Do you have it separate, or are you just going to pull it out of the article there? You got it. Can you read the uh, paragraph? I I can here in just a second. Here, here we okay. go. All right. Yes. This so. Is big time. <clears throat> yeah, this is I I missed this. Uh you pointed this out. This is uh significant. Yeah. It says here that most patients who are admitted to hospitals with acute viral infections mm -hmm. are given antibiotics. Oh wait, this is not it. Where is it? All right. I, I'm Hold get on. No, no. Here it is. I highlighted it. Okay, thank you. So the, after they've given them, this is what they discovered. The researchers found that giving antibiotics to people with common respiratory infections mm -hmm was unlikely to lower the risk of death within 30 days. No, this is, and I've got even a more direct money shot here. And I, I dropped it into Skype for you. But the researchers found those prescribed antibiotics during their hospital stay were twice as likely to die within 30 days. In 30 days. Than That's those, 30 days. And those who had not been given antibiotics. Folks, the entirety of the antibiotic mythology is destroyed finally. To point out the things I've been trying to warn you about, you get on an antibiotic, you got a viral issue, they could put you on that, but just in case, and you're twice as likely to die than not getting the antibiotic. Folks, antibiotics destroy your immune system. They destroy the balance of where your immune system resides primarily in the gut. The biodiversity utterly destroyed and decimated, then you are more likely to suffer and die from opportunistics than had you not taken. Again, this is not my words now, you have a double the likely chance of dying within 30 days than those not given antibiotics. That's huge. Yes, it is. That's not small. How do they explain that exactly? Well, they don't. They don't want to explain it. Certainly you not would think, I mean, listen, if this, if this is just black and white here, yeah, uh, you would think there would be like some kind of moratorium on antibiotics for a while or something, right? No, it's the, it's the bread and butter of the profitability of the pharmaceutical church on top of vaccinations. All of these things drive people into illness. And yes, rarely can we argue that they've saved a life. It could happen. And I, again, I acknowledge those last resort scenarios. But look at the first article from The Defender today. If you could show that to everybody, 
Sales of last resort antibiotics are driving the spread of dangerous, what they call superbugs. Now, the good news is the superbugs are not super that they can kill you any which way but loose. They just now eat the antibiotics, the last resort antibiotics for lunch. So you can't, if you rely on antibiotics, you're done. You're toast. You remember last resort used to be Cipro. That's right. Now it's like giving out like candy. Now it's like amoxicillin or yeah. something. Yeah, here, here, here. You know, rupturing their tendons on Cipro, uh, you know, as a normal side effect. Oh, that's all right. You can, you, you'll survive it. Global trade in this thing called Colistin, C-O-L-I-S-T-I-N, for use in livestock feed is, is driving the spread of dangerous superbugs in low and middle income countries, according to new research. Colistin is a last resort antibiotic used to treat serious illnesses such as pneumonia when other drugs have not been effective. Once again, pneumonia is the result of a maybe even successful immune intervention prior to pneumonia. But because you've corrupted modern medicine, corrupted the liver, the kidneys, the colon, the lymph in its detox pathways. Anybody know like ancient Chinese medicine? We're talking not communist medicine. We're talking herbalism from China going back 5,000 or more years. Ayurvedic medicine going back 5,000 or more years. Herbalism in general. How about homeopathic medicine? We know that the pathways of elimination, if they are corrupt, all hell is going to break loose in the body. It's going to manifest. And nothing in modern medicine is encouraging the body's liver to do a good or great job, to recover it. There are no drugs for the liver to improve liver health because every drug by definition is synthetic and toxic and damages and destroys the liver to varying degrees. Tylenol being an over-the-counter, almost number one. And by the way, tomorrow we have Tanya, the herbalist on, uh, along with Dr. Robert Verkirk from ANH uh, uh, International. A great Tuesday show. You do not want, I'm already telegraphing tomorrow because it's such a sensational two hours of show before I head out to uh, Virginia to be with Jonathan Emord. And there's another thing. When we get into the CCP uh, stuff with Fauci, having Jonathan Emord in the United States Senate to defeat Tim Kaine less than two years from now is going to be a major watershed moment because he is not going to let them get away with CCP takeover of any of the United States any of the federal government. Now, I know there's stuff on the state level we got to do as well. But suffice it to say, I will just leave you with this. If you don't know about bioactive silver hydrosol, the sovereign silver, the Argentin 23, homeopathic remedies to address infection, various herbs to modulate immunity, oil of oregano, other essential oils. There's so many things that have direct and indirect impact against these so-called infectious agents, bacterial or otherwise, that don't result in resistance, that don't kill your liver, that don't kill the patient, that don't result in secondary resistant infections. This is, again, another reason, and I'll go into more in hour two on the monopoly of medicine, why we have to separate medicine from state. And if you have not seen the documentary film, Utah Safe and Effective, question mark, Please go to utahsafeandeffective.org, watch it, and share it. It, like unlike any other documentary, goes into the, the poison pills that are embedded into the institutional corruption that is medicine and state, media and medicine, even church and medicine. And we don't hold back on any of it. It's apolitical. It's not taking a political side, but it's going to show you how the entirety of conflicts of interest has resulted in things that allowed a Fauci from the United States NIAID to cooperate with the Chinese Communist Party in releasing or unleashing something that arguably has led to the death of millions, not because of the actual gain of function of so-called virus, but all of the results or response to it, including 
the COVID jab, which was for me, this was all that this was about. How do we get them to accept mRNA injection technology, frighten them to death with a gain of function research scenario that happened to transit from the United States originally, UNC Chapel Hill, Barrick, everybody, and uh, you know, Chinese researchers back, back to Wuhan Institute of Virology. And that set the stage for the narrative, real, imagined, or otherwise, that resulted in millions or billions, perhaps, of people taking a synthetic mRNA injection that is resulting now in more chronic disease and death than even before. Guess who profits? The same pharmaceutical church that was profiting before it, but even more so. Government medicine collusion Communist Chinese Party doesn't have to fire a missile to the United States. It can float a balloon over us, but doesn't have to fire a missile. Why? Because the injections are doing it for them. That's right. The weakening of America by the Biden administration furthering on to these crazy woke policies that involve that are involving, of course, a, a, a chronic worship of a false religion, that church of pharmaceutical mysticism. Now, as I set the stage for something very complicated, I'm going to do my best with uh, Ava uh, Chen to describe more of the intricacies of the relationship between Fauci and the, and the Chinese Communist Party and the arrest of this uh, Mr. Guo. I believe he's a Chinese national here in America trying to blow the whistle on some very, very dangerous relationships that are allowing the Communist Chinese Party, CCP, Chinese Communist Party, to direct policy here, direct policy here in the United States under the Biden administration. Getting some clarity on this. We're going to do our best. Ava Chen, welcome to the Robert Campbell Show. Thank you, Ava. Hello, everyone. Thank you, Robert, for having me. Tell me about this, Mr. Guo. I just was introduced to it. I saw a video of him and his, uh, uh, wow, his, his stunning pronouncements about illicit relationships between Fauci and people in the CCP, including one particular woman, uh, and how this relates to that larger picture, because here we do know that there is some semblance of a relationship between the CCP and COVID and what's happening in America. But you're going deeper with this guy who's now been arrested by uh, the, the I don't know, the FBI and the Department of Justice targeting him for what and why. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So let me just. Uh, first to talk about who is Miles School and why uh, the Chinese Communist Party, through its um, American proxies uh, that basically literally politically um, uh, persecuting him. Uh, and this is the pinnacle of it. So what happened on March 15th, 2023, which is 12 days ago, over 100 FBI agents raided his apartment uh, in New York and basically took him away to court for interrogation. And the indictment later on released, probably within hours released by the DOJ and SEC on their website. Everybody can go and take a look, but I can tell you none of any of the allegations, none, single one allegation uh, is true. Okay, so you can take, you can just, by reading like a fiction book, if mm -hmm. you want, you can just read it. But what I can tell you is Miles School has been the number one enemy of the Chinese Communist Party openly since 2017, January 26th. This is when he started his whistleblowing, which is an action he took online um, to basically uh, live streaming uh, what he, uh, the knowledge he came to possession about uh, that war crimes that the Chinese Communist Party leaders has been plotting against the free world and particularly the United 
United States because he has reviewed in that year in October um, about the three F's plan, which stands for foment chaos, foment weaknesses, and by virtually of these two, foment the destruction of the United States. And these work by no means just started in 2017. They actually long before. If you probably heard of a book, um, it's called 100 Years Marathon. So the CCP, which is a completely different ideology that immoral and anti-God has been deliberately, very patiently encroach your system, your freedom and democracy. So Miles Gore started his fight uh, with the CCP very early on in 1991 after he was released from the Qingfeng Detention Center back in China because he provided a financial aid to the Tiananmen Square student massacre happened mm. on June 4th, 1989. At that wow, time, way back. Way back, way yeah. back. And on the day of arrest him, the CCP secret police shot his brother, younger brother to death. Okay, so they shot him. He wounded on the arms and on the legs. He could be um, uh, reinstated if they give the uh, timely medical treatment. He was actually took to the hospital, but the police um, prevented um, the medical staff to actually revive him. So he was left to die uh, uh, basically in two days. Okay, so this is this is very brutal. And also within the when he actually was detained by the Chinese government in the Qingfeng Detention Center, he actually witnessed over 60 uh, a prisoner of conscience, political prisoner um, being executed in front of him. And these uh, prisoners, basically all innocent people, and a lot of them are actually uh, be became his mentor in the prison, which taught him a lot about the world, um, you know, religion, and also connected him with later on a lot of a uh, uh, relationship, built a uh, relationship network for him um, when he was uh, in the detention center many, many years ago. What, so, brought, what brought Miles go, go to uh, America? So basically, he fled. Um, he fled China. The reason why he fled is because, as an entrepreneur, you, you should know this. Um, actually, one of the uh, American congressmen, I forgot his name. He was maybe Josh Hawley said it on camera just a few days ago. You have to understand. Oh yeah, when they talk about TikTok ban, uh, he actually said in China there's no private organizations. That's absolutely true. This is exactly what Miles School has been experiencing in China. If you're a real entrepreneur, um, if you want to compete with those entrepreneurs who are backed by the Chinese Communist Party, you are not going to last one day. And Miles School is the very, very rare one. You know, you cannot find a true entrepreneur like him are independent of the Chinese totalitarian regime because they all about control. So back in China, he actually was very successful. And the Chinese Communist Party kleptocrats wanted to steal from him. And and then he took a fight, which is to do with the Pengu Plaza, into the court. He became the very single, very first civilian actually suing the Chinese Communist Party within China. You can imagine how that turned out. So he actually eventually won the case. Uh, one, he took back the uh, hotel that belonged to his family, but he had a t he he uh, he he basically uh, uh, you know um, messed up with uh, the the then vice premier, vice president of China, Wang Qishan. So uh, at that time, they wanted uh, Wang Qishan and his cronies and in his network would actually persecuting um, Miles School. And Miles School received a tip from an anonymous person. This person to to today, he still don't know who actually told him that suggest him he needs to leave right away. So he took the advice and he fled. Mm -hmm. uh, that was the end of 2014. And then he landed in America in 2015. After two years 
his preparation, he started the online openly um, uh, declare he's an enemy of the Chinese Communist Party. From that, that day on, he has been nonstop attacked by the Chinese Communist Party yeah, and a, the American sellouts. Well, it's a very risky proposition to be a Chinese national here in America and speak out overtly against uh, right. the Chinese Communist Party because there are sympathizers within our own government. And I think that's a big point of what we've seen under the Biden regime. Uh, there's been a lot of disasters here. And this this story is intertwined into that with Fauci. And, and unfortunately, again, it goes back to Trump. One of Trump's biggest mistakes, if I can call it that, is not firing Fauci the moment he became president. Uh, but there's reasons behind that as well. The history mm-hmm. of Fauci goes back decades of his criminal behavior, in my estimation, based on a lot of research that preceded even what uh, mm-hmm. Bobby Kennedy put out in The Real Anthony Fauci. Now, I don't know if he went into these deep level relationships that miles Guo is describing that you're going to relate to us now but also super don show the uh uh the stories we got two gateway pundit stories i believe uh one re- headline here revenge miles Guo uh arrested after visits to congress by nfsc supporters calling for investigation into doj's infiltration by ccp basically i mean that's a direct accusation that the ccp has infiltrated our department of justice mm-hmm. And yes. of course, they're probably now going, oh, we got to stop this guy because we don't want that, that to be revealed. Collusion of the century, DOJ, CCP, and big media's conspiracy to take down Miles Guo. So here's where we are now. He's under arrest. He's not. Has he been granted bail? No, that's the that's another thing. He, the, the the prosecutor team from the Southern District of New York actually actively arguing against bail option because they they say that Miles Guo is a risk to the community and a flight risk. But but that's laughable. Miles Guo has China. Yeah, exactly. He's the most wanted man by the Chinese Communist Party. They have spent billions to persuading Trump administration to repatriate Miles Guo. And those are famous cases. There is a number of influential persons already pled guilty for become a foreign agent and registered unregistered foreign agent. Uh, of the CCP for uh, bring back, you know, remove uh, Miles Gore from United States. So where he's going to f- flee to? So this is a laughable. This is what it, we've been uh, witnessed again and again in the past six years, because starting 2017, the American um, sellouts, American uh, proxies or uh, operatives that purchased by the Chinese Communist Party are coming at him. Um, fervently, they never stopped. 2017, uh, like uh, retribution. And then 2017, he actually shared a uh, uh, a highly classified documents with FBI, which uh, named 13579 plan, which could have saved 7 million people around the globe, including 1 million Americans, over 1.1 million Americans now. It stands for One Bio Weapon. That's a CCP's plan, creating One Bio Weapon, released it within three years since 2017 and make it the effect last five years and then destroy seven countries, which is 5i plus Japan and India, and then nine, create a vaccine to black within nine months to blackmail the entire world. That is 13579. He gave it to FBI. FBI authenticated the documents that he gave them, but they did not do anything. They basically did not act upon. And now we have the virus and the vaccine crisis now. We have a, a dossier available, and Super Don, I don't know if you've put this up as a link. It's a PDF that was from a PowerPoint, uh, and I want to make sure that's available for everybody. If you go to the notes today at robertscottbell.com, uh, 27th of March, 2023, when this first airs. Uh, and it goes into something we haven't gone into other than I've hinted at it a little bit, and, and uh, 
uh, Ava, if you'd be willing to kind of communicate some of it, and some of it's here. The Fauci slash COVID-19 dossier is called the Commercial Actors, uh, and it talks about these relationships, particularly Fauci's relationship to this woman, uh, Director General uh, Yan Yi Wang. And uh, if you can do your best to communicate this timeline, and I'll have people read it mm-hmm. and download it and share it as well. Yeah, this is quite complicated. So definitely, I encourage if uh, the viewers, if they're interested, please do follow this. This is actually whistleblowing by Miles Gore many years ago, but uh, uh, four days prior to his arrest, he actually uh, said on his live streaming to you know millions, hundred millions of, of the followers, most of them are Chinese. So he told us that Wang Yanyi and Dr. Fauci has a, a special relationship, and all uh, the, the Congress of America and if American people wants to find out the true origin of the virus, they need to look no further but to the relationship between Wang Yanyi, which this girl on the picture, and Dr. Fauci. So here I want to point out a timeline for you, and you can follow that. So if we can go through the dossier, if you can show the first picture of the dossier, uh, the time is important here. This is a patent that filed by University of Colorado. Okay, in online uh, revealing of the crimes of uh, Fauci and the CCP, Miles School made a uh, slip. Uh, he referred to the University of South Carolina, but but actually the university he meant to say is University of Colorado. So Colorado University actually filed a patent in 2004, in February 12th. This patent name is called Composition and Methods for Modification and Prevention of SARS Coronavirus Infectivity. Sounds great because there is words prevention in it, but we know, you know, it's not about prevention. It's about gain of function. So, this is a February 2004. Priority means, uh, if, if you check the patent law, priority date means that's the patent first filing date. So that's a February 2004. Let's take a look at Wang Yanyi. When did Wang Yanyi start, started studying at University of Colorado? Let's take a look at the second page. This is his um, uh, brief um, resume uh, listed on the University of Chinese Academy of Science, which right now you can't see it because this is actually archived. They deleted already. But if you dive in, I translated it from Chinese to English. If you look at the uh, red line that I lined, outlined for you, she started studying at the same university who filed the patent of the gain of function research, which Dr. Fauci funded um, on, uh, in August 2004. That's where she started studying for her master. Okay, so remember that date, only six months after the patent was filed. And who is Wang Yanyi's husband? Matter here, because three of them have a relationship and which I hope the US Congress would investigate. And then if we turn to the next page, let's see who Wang Yanyi's husband, because when she uh, went to United States to the University of Colorado studying She's already married. She just got married with this guy. So here is a brief uh, resume, uh, screenshots of what I lined out for, for you, for your viewers. You, his, uh, her husband name is called Shu Hongbin. According to Miles' whistleblowing in the video that I shared with Robert, uh, which later sh- uh, he will make it available for all of you, um, Miles School called out him, his real identity. He's a member of the preparatory committee of the National, Secu- uh, National Security Committee of the Chinese Communist Party. He is an important figure in the Wuhan Institute of Virology. 
Biochemical Research Institute of the PLA, which is CCP's Army Chemical Defense Force of the Chinese Communist Party. Okay, and in 1998 to 1993, he worked at as assistant professor in the University of Colorado Health Science Center. This is not a coincidence. And then during the 2000 to 2004, he was recruited by the Chinese Communist Party as a distinguished professor of the Yangtze River Scholars Program. And he started back in working at the Peking University. That's where he met Wang Yanyi, and later they married. And they have a 14 years um, age difference with Wang Yanyi with the marriage. But the marriage, of course, is it's very politically uh, oriented. And then I wanted to go to the next slide. So the next slide talks about here under the picture, I outlined three programs that from the Chinese Communist Party. Um, the last one probably is the most familiar with American viewers because FBI Christopher Ray has talked about numerous times about the talents, thousand talents program, which on Miles School's whistleblowing, he has been telling us how lethal this program is. And guess what? The, the hand that pushing the thousand talents program is the plaintiff Shan Weijian, who is uh, basically complained, filed a lawsuit against uh, Miles School in district of uh, in the district of New York. So they are all interconnected. All the bad actors that coming at Miles School are all CCP's proxies. And then this 2008 thousand talent program. If we take one step back, 1998, as early as 1998, the CCP has a, South, a Yangtze River Scholar Program, and they are targeting those people who actually came into possession of highly secret uh, uh, technologies in the United States, which Shu Hongbing is one of them they targeted, and they successfully recruited him and then arranged the marriage with him and Wang Yanyi and sent Wang Yanyi as like they sent Fang Fang to seduce um, Eric Swalwell. Okay, mm. so Fauci and Wang Yanyi had absolutely uh, interesting relationship, let's put that way. So in the video, Miles School Whistleblower reviewed that the Congress, the American people should demand the investigation between just these two, just Wang Yanyi and Dr. Fauci, their sexual relationship, where they met. Miles School even mentioned about did they even did they ever, uh, you know, open a hotel room at the Four Seasons Hotel in Washington, D.C.? Did they meet at Palm Beach? Did they meet at Mandarin um, Hotel? Like he gave so much detailed information. He said, American does not have to spend a lot of money on this investigation. All Americans need to do is check their email communications. Ask the question, where did they meet? Do they know each other? What they have done? Why the Dr. Fauci fund this, uh, gave a CCP the gain of function technology? And why Dr. Fauci helped to cover up you know, the fact that later on, this virus is human to human transmit. Why uh, did Dr. Fauci and his family really took the jab? Okay, did they, they say they took the jab. Did, did they really? Because I think it's very easy to, to determine whether a person have, uh, you know, have jabbed themselves or not. Okay, or is it just actor on the camera? So these are the questions American people needs to ask. And Miles School has said this is the biggest fraud in the human history. But yeah. these relations between these two people and Wang Yanyi's husband needs to be investigated. And then yeah. you will help the truth. I have a question for you about Miles and what he submitted to, for instance, this information we're covering. Has he submitted to any senators or congressmen or anybody at the DOJ, which I, I'm highly suspect of the DOJ's integrity at this point. We know the FBI has been corrupted for many years. 
So is there anybody that he's gotten this to that has a sympathetic ear to listen and pay attention to what, what criminal activity has gone on uh, that Fauci's been involved with beyond what we've already covered over a lot of years mm-hmm. here? Okay, so yes, over the years, as I mentioned, in, started 2017, Miles School submitted this critical intel to FBI, which they did nothing. And then throughout the year, Miles School had, uh, the FBI had searched uh, his home um, more than once. Okay, in 2019, they've searched his home, had a lot of uh, documents seized and, and uh, telephone seized. There's a lot of intels because this is a whistleblower movement. We have 600 million Chinese behind the cause. We're working nonstop to take the critical, the the evil, um, you know, totalitarian regime on pl- like a, a, a Chinese Communist Party on planet Earth. So he has been uh, provided. He ha- he he once on the live stream told us he had so many conversations with CIA, with FBI, telling them, you know, uh, what's happening at the CCP, what they're going to do to United States. But um, he told us, he said, all those meetings, you can check records. They had to have records there. You know, one day American people need to ask for those records, what he has shared with them. And happened before he was arrested, you know, a bunch of us, our team members, all those followers of the whistleblower movement are visiting Congress. And we were trying to get um, the Congress person, a woman and uh, a congressman to listen, to start an investigation in those lawfares that we call them unrestricted lawfares waged against a mile school by the Chinese Communist Party because they throwed 76 uh, law cases against Miles Guo, trying to drain his um, mental, uh, you know, uh, mentally drain him, physically drain him, financially. These are the real, and they they make up all those uh, false evidence to to charge innocent men. So we were being, uh, we were trying to get uh, the Congresswoman and men listen to our story and start the investigation. So guess what? CCP really scared of that, and that's why I, I I'm, I'm I don't know. I'm guessing all this leads to the March 15th arrest of Miles Guo, um, because this is pure retaliation as the one of the article uh, that, that you just put it up. up does he, uh, does he have adequate representation to try and get him out? I mean, if they're not wanting to even give him a bail to be able to get out, uh, what what is happening now? Is as any uh, I'm assuming mainstream news organizations are all compromised. They're not going to cover this. Uh, so no. uh, reaching out through the new media is one way to rally support and let people know about this. But Fauci, That's right. Fauci, unfortunately, still has a lot of friends that are covering for him because once you pull the threads of Fauci, where does it lead? You know what? This is where we uh, we're nonstop. You know, we are coming to the shows like yours. And I have to thank you for those brave patriot patriots, you know, in America, because I'm so encouraging to see so many uh, podcasts, independent media, alternative media is actually having us on air to, sh- uh, to share those truthful information, because the mainstream media, the legacy media, they have pumping out nothing but lies. They wanted to discredit Miles School. They want to paint us as frauders. But no, we are the true investors of GTV, which SEC desperately uh, painted on Miles School and saying that he defrauded us. But we are saying, no, he didn't defraud us. We actually wanted to fight the CCP. We were censored by everywhere. We were discredited by any uh, mainstream media that controlled, bought out by the CCP. So that's why we wanted to create an alternative media so our voice can be heard, so we can save more people. Miles School, from the very early on, he only tells life-saving 
uh, information. For example, he told us, you know, in 2019 June, he has warned all the followers online saying that the CCP has already prepared to use a quasi-chemical weapon in Hong Kong to actually cracking down the uh, pro-democracy movement. That was 2019 June. And by the end of 2019, he's already telling us, you know, this this is coming. There is a bioweapon released. In early January, he's already saying uh, hydroxychloroquine can save lives. He put, pre- he predicted a, a huge death toll. And by March, he's telling us, do not trust the vaccine. You know, all of those information he has been sharing has saved millions of us because the new FSC comprised of 6 million Chinese people. We're the largest group that has not been vaccinated because we believed the intel. We believed this guy is telling the truth. So we're so thankful. I mean, there were people rounded up and locked in their homes, in their apartments. Absolutely. Yes, that's the zero COVID-19 policy that by Xi Jinping, guess what? The death toll. I would just share it on this show uh, because no media has reported. And this is from Intel, from within our whistleblowers who are still working in within the Chinese communist regime inside to help us taking down the evil regime. They tell us 29 million Chinese people gone, dead, doing just one month, December last year, you would never heard this number anywhere. Okay, mm-hmm. that this is this is a day, this is a this is an era that we live in because it's so upside down. Because the things that you trust, the things that you feel, you know, you're confident that they will protect you. They were telling the truth, but they are liars. They're nothing but the liars. And this is why we're reaching out. If you are listening, if you have a podcast, if you know someone that can have us on, um, please contact us. Please email me. Please. You know, tell Robert, please give out your contact to email, whatever you want so that others that are listening could reach out and uh, also relate this story. Yes, please help us. And you can email us at info, I-N-F-O at nfscofficial.com, nfscofficial.com. Email us. Let us know who wanted to have us on. We wanted to spread this message. We have to fight the misinformation that spread it like a wildfire by the mainstream media. Well, and we can outpace them because the real people that are uh, caring for freedom, that love America, are not wanting a CCP takeover and certainly not a medical takeover, which is the the facilitation of that takeover is our fear of germs and our worship, our strange and demonic worship of the medical industrial complex, which has been used to weaken America and weaken Mm -hmm. the West, not to strengthen Mm -hmm. us. And I think people need to wake up and see those conflicts of interest. And I appreciate, Ava, what you're doing. And if we can get the word out any further, and for those of you listening and watching, uh, I want to thank Kevin uh, Tuttle for connecting us to get you on today to relate this story that we did not know uh, much about. We know some of the intricacies of the history of this, but this is another nuanced layer that's very important to understand China Communist Party direct uh, direct play here in the United States and control of certain policies and agencies. Absolutely. So help us support us, maybe just by sharing and repost. We're on Getter. We're live and follow our show. And FSC speaks. We're trying to do a daily show uh, to uh, to help you to get the useful information. And also, if you believe us, if you did your research and thinking that this is right cause to support, please call your congressman. Please email them. Please tell them free mile school. He is the guy that devoted his whole life fighting tyranny and stop human suffering. That's why we, the little guy needs to stand behind him. Thank you, Ava Chen. God bless you for what you're doing and uh, making people aware of China, the communist party. I'm not talking about individual people there in China that may be just good people like any of us. 
that the Chinese Communist Party is looking to destroy America. And we are willing participants by playing right along with the fear porn of the virus and the shots and all the things that are colluding to weaken, again, those of us who still believe in freedom are not going to partake in it any more than you did, Ava, and your group. So thank you for doing what you're doing. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you. All right. Great. That's Ava Chen. And again, links are up in the show notes at robertscottbell.com. A very complicated, complex uh, uh, scenario that is already complicated. And many people will kind of drone out when they hear some of these details, but maybe they've droned out beforehand, even when we talked about the link between the initial UNC Chapel Hill gain of function research, then banned, and then Fauci exported and funded the things through the uh, Wuhan Institute of Virology. Everything in China, if you're going to succeed, is owned by the Chinese Communist Party, at least in part or significant part. There is not a way to distinguish or separate out. And it is a, a completely different system on one hand. At the same time, I consider the things that we see in private uh, public partnerships in America a dangerous road as well for fascism to be visited on our shores. You know, one of the things that was talked about in the uh, Utah Safe and Effective documentary was this uh, attempt to establish the One Utah group that would be a, a private public partnership that basically would profit those corporations that have already bought influence, that already captured agencies at the federal and state levels when it comes to the care of health or public health, which is an oxymoron. It's a communist plot. Yes, I said that because public health is a collectivist idea, not rooted in sound science, not rooted on, in sound immunology, other than, well, hey, having a toilet that works is going to be good for your health. I'll give them that. But beyond that, not a whole heck of a lot more than that. And we'll talk more about that tomorrow on the show with Tanya the Herbalist, our, our new guest next uh, tomorrow, as well as uh, Dr. Robert Burkirk from the Alliance for Natural Health International. All right, Super Don, you still okay? You awake? You alive? You all right? That was pretty intense uh, for a Monday. We didn't we didn't slow down into the, or ease into the work week here. Am I awake? What do you mean? Am I awake? Well, my concern I've is been, I've that. been feverishly here behind the scenes trying to get this so that people have the ability to download the. Uh, no, I, the, I know. And, the and PowerPoint. It, yes. it, it's the it's it's the concern I have not for you specifically, honestly. It's about this, the complexity of the situation. Well, OK, will, look, to be honest with you, because, like, yeah. you know, we were chatting with Ava uh, before the show started. Mm hmm. And it was just like, boom, 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 and this yeah. and that and that person in this place and Fauci. And, and it was just like, whoa, you know, yeah. I, too much data. Um, so I, I, I think she did a great job yeah. of, of kind of just kind of, you know, taking it one step at a time there. Mm -hmm. um, I, what I can say is that after listening to this, this has got like like international spy thriller drama, Tom yeah. Clancy uh you know uh the thing written all over it this is crazy uh yeah. what it is that that she's saying is going on here yeah well uh, there, there's a video i you know what i should do is i could see maybe okay. if i can put that video up there we didn't yeah. play it and I, I think it would be very difficult for the especially for the uh, podcast listeners yeah because it's in in chinese but it's translated usually to english but yeah. yeah if you can link to it in the show notes i think that i'll see if i can figure out how to if do you that guys as well. can do that yeah, yeah. And, and you know jonathan emore has been well, talking about the the uh, collusion, uh, I didn't go into this detail because we didn't have this detail until recently of Fauci with the with the Chinese Communist Party. And, well, and look, whatever you perceive 
about China, and I'd like to separate out if it's possible, just as I do the people of America who are not all commies, but their government is going communist in the same way the Chinese Communist Party doesn't represent the, the feelings and thoughts and whatever of every Chinese person. But the CCP itself, its intent and purpose, much like allopathic medicine, like the AMA, for instance, its intent or the, uh, you know, the intent to destroy competition. And in this case, on the world stage, destroy competition that is America as a world superpower. Now, I'm not into being policemen of the world. You know our uh, political philosophy on that. But to be strong as a nation is better than being weak. Uh, and we may go into nuances of how that is achieved, but it certainly yeah. isn't by fearing uh, viruses to the point where a Chinese uh, enemy, a Communist Party enemy, could come in and basically upset the entire uh, Apple card or, or control our DOJ and FBI, for instance. Yeah, you know, when it comes to China... Uh, you know, if you've been paying attention at all over the last, well, our lifetime, really, I mean, you know, it's, I have a feeling, and this is, you know, highly just, you know, I'm not a scholar in Chinese, you know, uh, you know, uh, political relationships or any of that kind of stuff like that, but I've been pretty aware for, you know, you know, decent amount of time, you know, on, on this earth. Um, as an adult paying attention to what's going on in the news and things that happen and things that are said and things that people talk about on TV and stuff. And I can tell you my hunch on this whole thing, keep in mind, you know, the art of war that came from China. Yeah. <laughs> okay. And, and that's something that's been taken very seriously for oh, yeah. many years by many people for lots of reasons, because the philosophy, the strategies and the tactics are real and they, they make sense. And so, I have a hunch uh, that China's playing the long game here. You know what I'm saying? Oh yeah. I mean, for the long, I mean, look at look at how, like, just look around. Everything we buy is made in China. We've become dependent on China for yeah. so many things that if China just one day just said, you know what, guy, you can guys can get your stuff your stuff somewhere else. Mm -hmm. Now, a lot of people say, oh, well, that's not possible. They'd never do that because they depend on us, too. Uh, I, I, don't, I don't buy that 100%. I think, yeah, if you look at the economics of things that, you know, well, you know, you give us this and we give you that. And if you start, if you closed your door, then that means you wouldn't get the stuff from us. But I, I, I'm not totally sold on the idea that they don't have the ability to just go, mm -hmm. you know, figure it out yourself. Yeah. And the, so a lot of the things we depend on in this country, you know, overnight, you and I had this conversation last week. You know, when you just look at the the, the pharmaceutical drugs in this country. Yeah, how many of them come from China? How many of them, right? And there are people in this country that depend, I mean, they literally would die mm -hmm. if they did not have those drugs. If they just, oh, the drugs are not available tomorrow, they'd be dead next week, okay? Uh, you know, that that's major. Not to mention all of the other things that China controls in this country. Yeah. The, the property they own. The, how about the debt? How about the debt? Mm -hmm. How much money do we owe China? I mean, it's just, it's insane when tell you me, sit there and wrap me, your head around your position to be in the the debtor, the one that's in debt, or the that who holds the debt, who's in yeah. the stronger position. So I think I think I have a hunch that yeah, China wants to see us gone. Mm -hmm. They really do, and there are alliances out there that are being made right now. Yeah. Um, and, and I but think with amount, China. China has done is they've they've tried to appear, and this is an art of war thing, mm -hmm. appear weak, 
Yeah. Uh, because then we become complacent, right? And we think that we're stronger than we are well, in you comparison. Know what, what's driven this, uh, a, a big significant part of this is our, what I call crass anti-spiritual materialism. And I am not here to say it's uh, spiritually incorrect to have stuff, to want to have stuff, then have a nice life. That's not what I'm saying. But our desire to have it at any cost and preferably a lower, almost no cost is irresponsible. And it is so irresponsible that it has led us to become vulnerable to what we are seeing, a Chinese Communist Party uh, influence and control or perhaps takeover via the debt methodology of the Federal Reserve System. And this is something that if we were to end it today, it would be a shock for many, but at the very least, if we were able to have the free competition at every level, which many of you are not waiting for an approval from Congress or the president, kudos to you, God bless you, that's what you should be doing, in my humble opinion. Uh, the uh, the vulnerability we have is the corruption of the, the banking system itself, which goes back eons, and the monopoly system that's been set up to say the only way you're allowed to interact with the economy is through these so-called Federal Reserve uh, note dollars in America or uh, central bank digital currency as they begin to crash the dollar, weaken the dollar to the point where you can't rely upon it for any purchases at all. We've already seen the inflation rate go sky high or more than since I think the uh, – uh, the 70s with the gas crisis, early 70s when we were kids, Super Don, and or mm -hmm. uh, the late 70s, uh, the early uh, 80s, um, uh, you know, the stagflation, they call it. But all of this is Federal Reserve influenced. Um, it's the fiat money system setting, setting us up for that. So don't wait. That vulnerability has to be shored up. And one of the ways to become less vulnerable is to grow food. Absolutely. I know I come back to this all the time and I can't come back to it often enough. Uh, the Organic Prepper has a great article on how to create a food forest in your backyard. And although I'm not there yet, every season I'm trying to do better to create more food producing substances or, or plants in the backyard. And this is another article that would be highly recommended that you would uh, review and uh, really take to heart. Uh, and I would recommend that, that this mm -hmm. is a great website in general. Mm -hmm. I mean, I'm constantly finding great stuff on here. Uh, mm -hmm. It's a great starting point, to, you know, if you're, you're looking at homesteading, uh, prepping, you know, survival, self-reliance, this is a good place to go. They've got a lot of good information here. And they start with the soil, which is why last Friday we had on uh, Doug Fletcher uh, and uh, Brian Jones. Brian Jones. Yep. Uh, and you have access to that soil, amend soil amendments, and the soil itself if you want. Because if you don't have the right soil to grow things in, you could try everything and it's not going to work. And it's not because you don't have a green thumb. You've got to start with the right soil. So you either get the soil or you amend the soil to get it back to functionality where it can produce in abundance that which we need to now produce in abundance so that we are not as vulnerable. Because if you're hungry, you are controlled by whoever says they can feed you. Even if that is garbage food and they say in order to feed you, you're going to have to take the mRNA jab if you want to live. Now, some of you are, are, are scaling up to be ready for things like that. And it's not me in any wish-fulfilling uh, prophecy scenario to say this. But inevitably, if you continue to rely on food production far, far, far away from home, and you think that when that breaks down, because the Federal Reserve note breaks down, that the government will ma magically and miraculously 
give you food through FEMA, you're already so low on the survival scale. Uh, to, to say that's irresponsible, oh man, I know it's uncomfortable to even think about it, but I'm not saying any of us are already there and ready, but we have this grace period and I don't know how long it lasts. While you can still convert your Federal Reserve note dollars into things that have long lasting value for exchange and or for growing or vice versa, you know, it's very important. Please take the opportunity as we're in the springtime to begin, if you haven't yet done so, the garden. And if you have, then improve it and expand it and get more comfortable before you have to in doing the things we're talking about here. I cannot emphasize that enough. I don't think I'm overstating the importance. Now, we're going to be joined by our friends on Brideon.tv for our simulcast in hour two. Uh, we may have uh, Richard Fleming on, but if, if he can't because he couldn't check test and um, every Monday, this is like we're, we're, uh, we're sabotaged on Mondays when we simulcast. It's weird, but almost every <laughs> Monday we have, something. it's not, not planned. It's not I'm planned. Not, we no, promise but I'm not willing to screw that up. And I, I, so if we can't get Richard on, it's okay. We'll get him on another time. But for, for now, get ready for the Robert Scott Bell show. Hey, welcome everybody. It is the Robert Scott Bell show about to begin our second hour of broadcast healing. There's my humble and lovable producer, super Don, making it sound so good. Thank you all for being here. If you missed the first hour, you might have. Oh, good Lord. More ties into Fauci and the, and the Chinese Communist Party. More details. You'll want to go into the notes today, uh, March 27th, 2023. Uh, we have also on the, uh, well, on, the, on tap today, the medical monopoly. I've got to go further into this to help you understand what a disaster it is to ever, ever look to health care from government. And that I'm looking at you, Canada, too. And I've got a great guest tomorrow from Canada, Tanya, the herbalist, to talk about that and a whole lot more. But here in the United States, what is the solution? More centralized bureaucracy or more freedom? I think you know the answer to that, but I'm going to go into it as well. There's a big school shooting in Nashville. We'll talk about that as well. Thanks for being here. God bless you. The power to heal is yours. a week six days a week the robert scott bell show is here to bring the power to heal back where it belongs with each and every one of you and i'm grateful that you join us for any fraction thereof and share the show if you'd like to be part of the newsletter free subscription just text my initials rsb to the number 22828 and on your phone if you're not driving 22828 boom that's where you're going to send rsb and you'll be prompted to Enter your e email and you'll get on that list. And it's a good list. It's not sold. It's only for us to communicate with you, including a number of upcoming events, which I'll let you know about. Also, uh, speaking of upcoming events, you hear about Trinity School of Natural Health. I'm going to get into the medical monopoly. Uh, one week until classes begin. This is uh, the March to April start. It starts April 3rd. And if you'd like to be part of one of the largest startups uh, uh, as far as class starts, of the year. Uh, there are 11 different classes and program offerings. In addition to the lectures on demand, where you can sign up at any point in time, go to trinityschool.org or call them at 800-428-0408, 800-428-0408, option two, or again, you can visit trinityschool.org and find all the information there. Uh, it is time to break 
the stranglehold of the pharmaceutical church over all of us in the West and begin to understand or understand deeper, overstand, <laughs> however you want to say it, the deep level of healing power that you have that does not involve poisoning the body. To health, of course, that's absurd, but poisoning the body at all. Body, mind, spirit methods to recover. And we got them coming out our ears in good ways. So y'all check it out. Banners up at the, the show notes every day at robertscottbell.com. Things that we utilize, special discounts. There's even a special tab where it says more at the Robert Scott Bell Show website where you can find out all the deals and discounts of the things that we use and would love for you to plug into as well. Now, uh, there's uh, breaking news out of uh, Tennessee. And this is uh, about another tragic uh, disaster. We got three students, three adults killed and, and the shooter, apparently. Uh, we're learning that this uh, 28-year-old woman who was killed in a firefight of some kind uh, was a former student at the Nashville Christian School, and she has been identified as the shooter. I, I don't know a lot of details other than what I'm, I'm sharing with you right now about this shooting. Uh, Tennessee Private Christian School, three children, three, three adults, three students dead, and it was uh, Covenant School uh, in, is it Nashville? Nashville police officers said engaged in, and then killed the shooter. Now, of course, this is going to be a rallying cry for the uh, gun grabbers, as it always is. Never let a crisis go to waste. Don't let people mourn. It's all about the firearm. The question is, was this woman on an SSRI medication? Was she on a psychiatric drug? Because every one of these school shootings, pretty much without exception, there's evidence of chemical interference from the psychiatric industrial complex. It doesn't involve much talk therapy anymore, but drugging the mind through altering brain chemistry, despite no evidence of any valid standard and or test to determine why you would give somebody Prozac, Paxil, Zoloft, Abilify, you name the drug that creates increased likelihood of tendencies for suicidal and homicidal ideations and behaviors. Now, I don't know motivation if there isn't i just don't know other than they say now she was a former student what she did but once again this is not about guns guns are inanimate objects that are utilized by people and usually intend to defend life and occasionally yes it's it's utilized to take life uh, irrationally irresponsibly and in the case of this woman as many of the shootings have found out to be uh, we would point our finger almost directly back to that pharmaceutical monopoly on psychiatric care, on mental health care. So, uh, Super Don, I don't know what's being said other than likely, uh, you know, all the, the CNNs, MSNBCs of the world are all going, hey, now Biden has to do something. He has to grab the guns. Look, it's even affected a right-wing Christian school. Oh, yeah. now, Listen, Biden yeah. just came out just recently. Uh, it was just a few days ago. He was saying, oh, hey, by the way, uh, yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get rid of all those assault rifles. What was he saying? Was he calling them assault rifles? Yeah. What's an assault rifle anyway? You know, I mean, you can pretty much look at any rifle and go, that's an assault rifle. If it looks scary to a liberal, it's yeah. an assault rifle. So, yeah. yeah, you're right. In fact, I think uh, one of the the press conferences I was able to catch before we went live, mm -hmm. uh, as soon as they were done talking, there was a woman that, that ran over to the microphone and started talking. And at first they shut the microphone off, but then they turned it back on. And she, I believe, was a parent from one of the students at the Parkland School. Uh, shooting that took place a few years ago, the the one that gave birth to uh, David Hogg. Right. 
And uh, she, she, she was like, you know, she was saying, well, you know, when are you, aren't you guys tired of covering these things? And I thought it was interesting because Fox News, which was what I was watching at the time, they they kind of they 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 cut the microphone, but then they turned it back on, and then the guy came back, yeah, the came on after she was done talking, and he said, you know what, uh, yeah, we're 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 tired of covering these things. Of course, we're tired of covering these things. Nobody wants to cover a school shooting, yeah, but that doesn't mean that uh, uh, you know. The answer is we're going to get rid of guns, right? Uh, Can can we get to the root of the problem? What's the root of the problem? Is it the fact that there are guns, that guns exist? Guns have existed for, when was the gun invented? I I don't know exactly, but, you know, uh, and guess what? Before guns, people were stabbing people. Yeah, Yeah, we go all the way back to them hitting them other people over the head with a club. So the the issue is not the weapon. Super D, we, we won't forget. I mean, like many of these countries that have given up their right to keep and bear arms, that wasn't a right because those countries did not have a declaration of independence preceding a constitution like ours, where the right to keep and bear arms shall not be infringed, even though many Republicans have allowed the infringement of it and might more convert to infringement. I don't know. It's possible. But many of your many of our, our listeners in Canada, in uh, Western Europe, in where else would I say Australia, New Zealand that have given up their guns due to these tragedies. They have all, you know, as far as those that are awake, aware of this said, Americans, you must never relinquish your firearms because we were, we were helpless as the tyranny of our countries clamped down on us in COVID. There was no way we could truly oppose it. The only thing keeping the what's left of, of, you know, full on tyranny uh, from fully in, in, in immerse, immersing into every aspect of our lives is our Second Amendment, which is not a right granted by the government, but it acknowledges a pre-existing right, as all of that does. And yep. folks, this is not to belittle a tragedy. That's never what we do. It is a tragedy when someone is killed, whether it's by a gun or a knife or a, or a club. But what about medical monopoly and their ability to kill people wantonly at, at, a, at a tune that so far outpaces what we call firearm related violence that it would be embarrassing if, if these people that want to grab your guns because they're afraid that children are being harmed, if they had any integrity at all, then they would go after the psychiatrists and the psychiatric medications. And beyond that, all the rest of the medications that are being uh, put, put out like candy in a monopoly, including the antibiotics that are destroying lives every day as much as you claim they save lives remember the article from last hour for those of you tuning in late you missed it but we talked about uh the antibiotics being prescribed for viral infections and it was a headline that said well they don't really work for viruses but they did it anyway because they were worried about secondary uh bacterial infections and i explained why those manifest has nothing to do with antibiotic deficiencies and that there was a double the rate of death 30 minutes i'm sorry 30 Days, days after, thirty days after, for those that were prescribed antibiotics for viral infections in hospitals, double the death rate for those that were prescribed antibiotics versus those that were not. It's chemo. It's deadly chemo <laughs> antibiotics. That's hard to wrap your head around. Yeah, those prescribed antibiotics during the hospital stay were twice as likely to die within thirty days than those not given antibiotics. Yeah. Uh. Mm-hmm. I, it, had you heard of that until now? I suspected it, but that was the first time I saw it in print from a study. 
that that validates again my so suspicion. You would think on, that there would just be doctors nationwide that would just be like, "Holy yeah, cow! Did you hear yeah, about yeah. this? All right, we need to stop doing this." Right. Exactly. I, I I suspect that's not happening. No, of course it's not. And and this is why I bring up once again. Go back to the year two thousand. The Journal of the American Medical Association. Barbara Starfield wrote this article, peer reviewed, never been disputed, never been withdrawn, and it's one among many now that. Talk about the annual rate of iatrogenicide, as I call it, iatrogenic death, and doctor-caused deaths because of primarily the drugs, even properly used, administered, ingested, all of that, prescribed everything, not even off the books. You know, add medical mistakes into this, add this, you add a lot, and you see that modern medicine is killing over three-quarters of a million Americans every year. Arguably, since the COVID jab came out, that has gone up even higher. Not the COVID so-called virus or gain-of-function virus itself, but the response to it by the medical monopoly. The medical monopoly is not your friend. Government-sanctioned medicine is deadly. You do not want it. You single-payer socialized medicine systems, how much homeopathy, how much herbalism, how much you know, Reiki or energy medicine is involved in that? How much focus on detoxifying the liver is there? How much prescription of organic non-GMO food is coming through any government agency on planet Earth that relates to your health? Tell me. Name one. Private-public partnership even. Nope. It's all focused on strengthening the, medical, the stranglehold, the deadly stranglehold of the monopolistic medical practice that since at least 1910, when the Flexner report reared its ugly head and made all medical education exclusively patent petrochemicals and nothing else. And everything else had to be squashed because competition, as Rockefeller said, is a sin. And here we are trying to figure out like a bunch of numb nuts going, I wonder why we're in such big, bad shape. Maybe we should just strengthen the centralized bureaucracy and control of all things through government because that'll make it all better. The medical industrial complex owns every Western government on planet Earth. And some not in the West as well. How many, uh, I don't know, I mean, in Japan, they've had some problems with COVID. How many herbalists in Japan, how many Reiki masters in Japan were invited to the table to talk about the response to COVID instead of jabs? How many in Canada, where you have naturopaths and homeopaths in your health food stores, how many Canadian public health agencies invited even one homeopath and one naturopath to the table to talk about the response to COVID other than jabs and lockdowns and shutdowns and masks and on and on it goes? How many homeopaths and naturopaths and herbalists and chiropractors were invited to the table in America to discuss with public health agencies? other strategies to respond to COVID other than the jab and the mask and the lockdown and the shut. You follow me here? And you're not calling for the dismantlement of the, 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 you know, separation of medicine and state. You're being played. For those of you who haven't seen it yet, please watch the documentary film, Utah safe and effective question mark. You go to Utah safe and effective.org and it's free for download. Share it. Share it, share it, including with medical professionals, because everything is so accurately, meticulously referenced. You can watch everything that's referenced and then go to the website, utahsafeandeffective.org, and you will see, you can click, hyperlink every reference. And it posits something that I've not seen in any other documentary in terms of the conflicts of interest embedded into our government's 
medicine, media, and even churches. And it's a bit uncomfortable perhaps, but if you really want to chart a new course for the future, it isn't by going through government. It's by decoupling or uncoupling from it and establishing something in freedom and genuine community. That is people coming together voluntarily, voluntarily, not coerced, not even by gunpoint. For those that realize that if the government has a monopoly on the use of force through gun, because if they say, yes, abandon ye all your firearms because they're too dangerous, guess who still has uh, firearms? And now all of them, the government. And who controls the government? Well, who has bought and influenced the government? Well, the government yeah. and the bad guys, too. The you know? I mean, and medical industrial complex. Yeah. <laughs> and, and yeah, you're right. The bad guys that wouldn't turn in their guns. Anyway. You know, we'll just we'll just expect the bad guys to follow the law because we passed a law. Wait a minute. Yeah. They're the bad guys. They don't I, follow the law. What are you talking about? But I'm telling you, the good guys are, are not going to turn in their guns in America. No, oh, no, oh, absolutely not. They know better. But uh, the rest of the world has learned a hard lesson. And this tragic shooting in Tennessee doesn't change anything other than to recognize that these opportunities are the people who take advantage of these shooting opportunities are disgusting to me and probably to you. No mourning allowed, no discussion allowed about why really this woman went in there and shot three, three kids to death and three adults. And now she, and dead. very unusual that it was a woman, 28 year old woman, it's very rare. I mean, there's a handful of times over the years that, that that's happened, but, you know, it's usually uh, usually males. Are so. we allowed to call her a woman? She might be identifying as a male. I, I mean, I'm not being funny. I mean, <laughs> like every time you're like, yeah. no, there's no such thing as a woman. What is a woman? Well, I can't say. Well, then why do you want equal rights for women if you can't even define a woman? Whatever that means. You know, on and on it goes. Speaking of that, uh, yeah. you know, we originally had – High res scheduled for this hour. Yes, rapper High Res. Where is he? Uh, he well, no, actually, you know what? He's filming today, and oh. it ended up taking longer than they expected. And so we'll have to reschedule to get him on. But have you seen mm -hmm. uh, his work? Well, I have. I think I met him uh, at the event. I was in Orlando. So I, yeah, I mean, I'd heard of him, but I hadn't really like listened to his stuff. There was a a, a song that he did with another guy at one of the. Um, protests like this the children's health defense uh yeah rallies uh a while back called something about you know this, this is the revolution or something like that and you know it was, it was pretty good mm -hmm. but i went to his youtube page yeah. and he came out with one recently and it was just i, I fell out of my chair i watched it probably five or six times mm -hmm. it's called two plus two equals five mm. and you because you were just talking about more you know was it a woman or not? Right. Uh, yeah. in, in this video, it's great because yeah. it's it's got like an all-star lineup of people that are acting. It's got Robert Malone. Yes, in it, I've seen it. JP yep. Sears, mm -hmm. you know, and, and stuff. And he's dressed as as like he's a teacher in a school. Mm -hmm. And he's, you know, he's got the the blue hair wig and the, the lipstick, but he's got like, you know, f uh, beard and all that stuff. And, and the rap itself was like really good too. I mean, we're talking like top-notch stuff. What's that? You have a link to it? I, I do. I took it out of the show notes because he wasn't going to be on. Well, but uh, we'll get him. Yeah. On. yeah. Yeah. We'll get him on. But yeah, check him out. He's, he's really good. I'm looking forward to having him on. Right. Uh, so, give me a time frame on, on when we need to take a break for our friends on Friday. We got about, uh, about five minutes. Okay. So I want to go into yep. the Forbes article and it, it hints at everything I've been talking about for so many years about the medical monopoly. 
uh, and you know, ending the medical monopoly would be a great way to restore the health and integrity of uh, you know, not even the system. The system's so corrupt, but to remove the system from government to allow freedom and healing and healthcare. Uh, Forbes article headline: In healthcare's game of monopoly, one player will control the board. This is written by a Robert Pearl M.D. and I'd be willing to get this guy on to talk about this. Rarely do I hear an MD talking about the medical monopoly like this. He says, uh, an example, 57 to 70% of American voters believe our nation should adopt a single-payer healthcare system like Medicare for all. Or, you know, single-payer like UK has their uh, National Health Service, NHS, or Canada has its own socialized system. And you have people that are otherwise intelligent like... Um, what was the guy who who ran the Daily Show when it was good? John Stewart. John Stewart. He's like, he's all in on a single payer socialized system. And he's like, why is there such a stigma over the word socialism? Well, John Stewart, as much as you're smart about some things, I'm sorry, you're lacking critical synapse connections into understanding what I've been talking about. If you believe that socialism will solve the ills of what's wrong with quote unquote healthcare in America, you're not thinking if at all on this issue. And now they're going to say he's anti-Jewish because he criticized uh, John Stewart. <laughs> I'm just telling you the medical monopoly has you. And even as you, John Stewart, I'm guessing might use some natural remedies and things. Why is it you can't see that a socialized single payer system will not in any way cover those things, support anybody to do the things that would prevent the need for pharmaceutical intervention. And that is what? How about eating clean food? Which government agency is ensuring that poor people get organic non-GMO food? Oh, wait, none? Did you say none? Oh, are you just not aware that eating genetically modified food that's latent with pesticides and herbicides and fungicides is creating a chronic disease crisis where it's causing people to believe they have a drug deficiency disease for which they depend on China to deliver those drugs. And the moment those drugs stop, they're dead because not because there's a drug deficiency in reality, but they become so dependent upon them because their government and their medical doctors do not promote organic non-GMO diets. Or how about the first intervention vaccination? Oh, I'm sorry, John Stewart. Are you all in on those two? Oh yeah. Cause you, you used to uh, go after uh the rich housewives of Marin County, who are a lot of them were Jewish. You didn't like that they were not wanting to get their children MMR shots. Oh, they were coasting on the, the immunity of others, artificially induced, not real. And that's what you heard in Canada, too. They were so outraged. The nice Canadian people, so nice that they would say, lock those people up who are not getting COVID jabs because they're trying to kill us all. Deranged. Otherwise, intelligent people in certain areas completely lose their minds. Now, this is where I'll give Bill Maher credit over Daily Show's John Stewart, even if they have a similar political bent or belief when it comes to big pharma and big food. Maher has consciousness in that regard. Does he believe we need a single pair? I don't know, but I'm just pointing this out. You have 50 to 57 to 70% Americans, according to a stat that this Forbes article uh, author is, is related, that think, yeah, we need to have a single-payer system. How desperate are we to be cared for by mommy, daddy, government? Because we're convinced that freedom is what brought about the disaster that we 
are living in terms of a healthcare crisis. Where it is not freedom that is the problem. It's the abandonment of freedom. And even then, there, there could be arguably problems in some of those we brought up. Conflicts of interest in the medical profession that they only make money when you're sick. Yeah, that's something to consider. Going back to, you know, speaking of China, back in ancient China before communism, evidence that certain villages, when they were in the know, only compensated uh, overtly the healers of their village when everybody was well. The moment someone was not well, let's withdraw the support. And what is the incentive? What is the motivation of a doctor who only gets paid when people are well? You follow me there? We don't have a system like that anywhere in the Western world. What's it going to take to get there? Well, you're not going to look to government to provide that because they're going to provide funding for only those who have lobbied and captured their agencies or those people in those agencies with the revolving door, the conflicts of interest that do matter. So are we needing to take a break here, Super Don? If so, consider. Yep. Okay. Brideon.tv, if you need to take a break, take a break right now. Back in two and a half minutes. Go, go, go. And if not, I'm going to carry on anyway. That's okay. What, what we haven't gotten to on this particular article, though, is the answer to the question. Sure. Which I think is interesting. We want to yeah. save that for when we get back. Yeah, yeah, I do. I, I, this okay. is one I want everybody involved in. And we'll go through this article. It's worth it. It's worth sharing it. But all of this super done, super, super done, it's like you're probably annoyed with me after all these years. Because <laughs> I've been right about this. I am right about this. Yeah, and it why I, you always have to be right, Robert Scott? I know you're ticked off, but it's here's the thing nobody or very few have ever considered. Even as I rail against the monopoly after time, it's like, you know, like, no, but there's more, there's got to be a government solution here somehow. Yes, to grant more monopoly powers. And then who, and this article brings that up, who's going to control it? We're going to get into that when we come back. Let me uh, remind you uh, the Virginia tour. Save America Tour with Jonathan E. Mord. Uh, I'll be there uh, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday of this week. That's the uh, 29th, 30th, and 31st. Three-city tour. Uh, I don't have it in front of me, but I know that will be in uh, Leesburg, I believe it is. Richmond, Leesburg, Arizona. Lynchburg, and... Yeah, Richmond. Lynchburg, Virginia, and Richmond. Which the Richmond one is actually in a place called Glen Allen, I believe. Just outside of Richmond, yeah. Yeah. So I'd love to see you there. And if you're not there, please send people to it. Go to emordforva.com. And uh, support Jonathan E. Moore for the U.S. Senate. And I'll be there helping out. Then right after that, I'll be heading down to Clearwater Beach, Florida, with our friends at Nutritional Frontiers, celebrating the birthday of Judy Mikovits and the birthday of Joe Messino, among other celebrations. And that'll be the 1st and 2nd of April. I'll be there for that. I think there might be a few seats remaining. Not, not, not many, but it'll be an amazing healing retreat. And then uh, I think we come back. If we go to the upcoming events tab at robertscottbell.com, you'll see all of these things. Uh, let's see if I can click that so I can remember all the things that are coming up. It's kind of a lot. Got 15 <laughs> seconds. Oh, we're coming back. That's so fast. So uh, then we come back and go to uh, the Utah event, uh, BeHealthyUtah.com. And that's a two-day event, the 21st and 22nd of April. All right, here we are. We are joined once again by our friends here with us at Brideon.tv. Welcome, Welcome back. We missed you. We missed you. Welcome back. We didn't slow down. We told you about upcoming events. One of the upcoming events, you've got a lot of uh, continuing education and continuing medical education unit credits option for uh, nurses and doctors as well. 
is the Functional Medicine Summit and Expo, Nashville, Tennessee, April 28th through 30th. And the, here's where we're coming together with all kinds of doctors and non-doctors like that see through these lies and deceptions. So you want to be with us in Nashville for that. If you've got questions about it, or you want to become a vendor, DRS, Doctors Warner at ProtonMail.com. And you can send a request for information about how you or your company, your product or services can be represented there. Um, that's it. Yeah, there it is. You got it. And we got other events after after that, the Advanced Medicine Conference with Dr. Batar and others. That's happening in St. Louis, Missouri. And that's Memorial Day weekend, May 27th, 28th, and 29th, Saturday, Sunday, and Monday. And so that, and then a big homestead union slash reunion of the RSB Show family, July 14th through 16th in Southwest Missouri. You could scan the QR code or just, you know, click on the link and find out about how to participate with that. Then we have the Las Vegas Biomed Expo, September 14th through 17th. And of course, in Las Vegas. And we'll have in October a bunch of events popping onto the schedule soon as well. So keep on coming back or sign up for the newsletter at robertscottbell.com or send RSB to 22828. Text me. And that is the update. And then we go back into the Monopoly story, Super Don. This is a great You story. must be the Monopoly guy. Yeah. So um, question about who will lead the way in this article. It talks about why government won't lead the way. Uh, you've got an equal almost split in the Senate. But I will dare say that most Republicans don't know the, what really ails us. Now, before you read this, I would have never guessed this. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, it, it, in this article, it's a well-written article, mm-hmm. uh, but it's a, it's a long lead up to yeah. what the answer is. Mm-hmm. Uh, who is it that's going to be um, leading healthcare, taking over healthcare? Well, American employers won't lead it. That's, you know, according to the article. And you'll, you can read that as you keep going down. Uh, who will be leading the healthcare transformation? If there were a job opening, he asked this author, for leader of the American healthcare revolution. He says the application pool would be very shallow. Mm -hmm. Why? Well, you know, elected officials don't want to take away stuff that they've given for free, even though what's given them for free is killing them. Uh, They are so dependent, so immature spiritually and otherwise to recognize that if you rely upon government to care for your health, you'll be in that sorry state that Thomas Jefferson warned us about. Give you some properties of those that would try to run it, maybe to revolutionize American medicine. A leader must possess these three characteristics according to this article one sufficient size and financial reserves to disrupt the entire industry not just a small piece of it number two presence across the country to leverage economies of scale and three willingness to accept the risks of radical change in exchange for the potential to generate massive profits now you know this is where we get into again conflicts of interest you succeed when people are sick you don't make money, massive profits when people are well. So are you going to be incentivized to really give good health care? But they say the winner of this, this artificial reality, which I don't say is the, is the winning proposition or way to go, Superdon. I'm not saying it. But in the article, and this is the money shot you were talking about, the American retailers, the mass merchandisers like Amazon, CVS, Walmart, those are the giants that are the only ones that fit those three points. If you believe that's the way to go. And I do not. Well, okay. You don't believe that, but just because you don't believe that's the way to go, doesn't mean that's not the way it's going to go. 
Yeah, it does. I'm not saying, no, 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 you, you, you use two different things there. I don't believe it's the way to go. Didn't mean that I'm saying, I don't believe it's the way it's going to go. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Gotcha. I misunderstood. Yeah. I just want to clarify. I I, I mean, come on. Who do you think you are? Robert Scott. (laughs) (laughs) Illusions of grandeur. No, no, dude. Is this crazy or what? Yeah. Walmart. Mm -hmm. He says here, the Walmart fits all the criteria that he went through there. Yeah. And that they're the ones that uh, eventually, along with places like CBS and Amazon, that are going to take over mm-hmm. American healthcare. Yeah. Now, you know, listen, we've talked about this before. There have been stories in the past, if you recall, mm-hmm. where, uh, what was it, a couple, maybe three years ago? Uh, Walmart was like, oh, we're, we're going to now add to all of our stores uh, uh, medical clinics. Where you can go in, you can see a doctor, you know, kind of like, you know, go into the eye doctor, right? Oh, you know, yeah, all the yeah. Walmarts have that, uh, the, op- the optometrist, right? Yeah. And they're I, like, I, what? And look, I'm honest. I went there, paid cash, like, I don't know, 60 bucks cash for them to check my eyes, get my prescription. Mm-hmm. And then I sent out and got these things. Now it imagine, was, now imagine, see, I mean, it's, yeah. it's a brilliant idea. Amazon's doing the same thing. Mm-hmm. Think about it. How many people shop at Walmart? Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I could look it up probably. Uh, I, I'm, I'm guessing millions, millions and millions of people across the country walk into Walmart. So now you've got the opportunity for a medical clinic to do what now? You know, you go in to go buy a dozen eggs in a, in a you know, a, a Snuggie, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, and you walk right by them. Oh, hey, come on in. Hey, you know, hey, come on here. Have you had your, your, uh, your yeah. diabetes checked? You yeah, know, uh, you know, latest, uh, COVID mRNA booster. Yeah. You're feeling depressed today. Yeah. Come on in. Come in. Yeah. Come on. We'll talk to you. We got, we got, we got something for you. Right. I mean, what a great way to market mm-hmm. healthcare, quote healthcare to yeah. the masses than to put that in Walmart. Right. Yeah. The conglomerate of monopolies, according to Robert Pearl, MD, who wrote this article for Forbes, where they rule medicine today, the conglomerate of monopolies rule medicine today. And then he says, Amazon, CVS and Walmart believe they should rule. And he says, if I had to bet who will win, I'd put my money on the retail giants. Now, I'm not going to bet against that per se, but as I said, I don't believe it's the right way to go anywhere close to the right way to go. But I get why it's the most likely scenario if this system continues in any way, shape or form like it exists today, just with a different manifestation, you know, of the players that control it. The entirety of freedom is not at this point desirable, as we saw by the quote at the top. You know, the so-called uh, poll, 57 to, I don't know, 73% of Americans want a single-payer system. That tells me that the majority of Americans have no earthly idea of how we got here. Is that a big surprise? No, because I didn't know how we got here until I started learning about na- the history of natural medicine in America, freedom, and in other countries before communism. Single-payer is a disaster, as is a- abandoning the right to keep and bear arms. Anything that turns your body over into the loving arms of government for your care, protection, et cetera, is going to end up making you sick or dead faster than you would have been sick or dead. Evidenced by the medical monopolies control of our government right now. And tell me again, I haven't heard of a good answer from anybody. Which agency of any government on the planet, Western style government on the planet, is endorsing and promoting organic non-GMO food a childhood without vaccinations and antibiotics in order to reduce or eliminate your reliance on modern medical monopolies, except for the cases of acute trauma. Doesn't exist, does it? 
what country? Yeah. In the West. I have a, I have a question. Oh, in the West. Okay. Yeah. I mean, you know, I, was, I was thinking, whatever happened to Curacao? Yeah, I should check in with my buddy down there. Right? They've, uh, that really seemed like a cool thing that was moving in the right direction. Yeah, the health there. minister that invited me down, and we we were down there talking to him about options. Uh, I don't know where that stands. I think COVID put a, put a kibosh on everything. Mm. So it might have been, oh, my gosh, these com- countries are starting to get wind of what to do. We better shut it down. And there are a lot of motivations for what happened in COVID, including right. China's Communist Party's uh, destruction of what's left of America. Folks, it's not that we don't know what to do or can't figure out what to do. It just doesn't involve government. Oops, I know, I know. Well, that can't be. Our government has to be everywhere now. You know, 57%, 58 whatever or more, 70-something percent of Americans think of single payer. Have we lost? Is it over? Is it toast? Yet how many Americans have woken up in COVID to say, you know what, we can't look to these institutions and, and, and to revitalize them or re- reorganize them. We need to set up our own systems. We're setting up and going outside of that. You want health freedom? It's not going to come from government. By the way, if you guys want, this is beautiful. Have you seen this? The health freedom oh, coin? This I is still don't have one. Yeah. I need to get one. The health freedom coin available to help support our message of health freedom and healing liberty. And uh, it's a one ounce round of silver. It's beautiful. Uh, and without health freedom, there is no freedom. You'll see that on the front. It's gorgeous. And it's a fun. How do you get one of those? Yes. If you go onto the Robert Scott Bell Show website, you just click, as you'll see on the right hand side of the page, all kinds of cool stuff. There it is the Robert Scott Bell Health Freedom Commemorative Silver Round. And it'll always be an ounce of silver. No one can take that from you unless you let them take your guns, of course. That's another story. Uh, But please (laughs) see about investing in this. It's, It's more, it's a collectible, it's a limited run. There's still some available. And I'd love to. But it's silver. So no, it, it is, is a it yeah. is collectible, but it it's, is also it's also also valuable. It has value. Yeah. Uh, yeah. We had who was it? One of the uh, our patron supporters showed us that that she just got hers uh, uh, this weekend. We just had That's her. Right. Oh, which by the way, yeah. uh, we uh, it, the it is, that is uploaded on Patreon. I did mm. that this morning. Speaking of that, can we do the question of the day because it relates to that? I believe. Uh yeah. Let's just scroll. You guys, down submit here. questions for the day at robertscottbell.com. You'll see them in the notes. We typically answer them not in typewritten content. Sometimes I'll send an email when necessary, but most of the time we'll answer them here on the air. Uh, Super Don, if you want to read that for everybody and then answer it. Yeah, Lori wrote in, said, hello. (laughs) Two questions. How can I access the AMA show if I missed it? Uh, So that's what we were just talking about, the Ask Me Anything that happened on Saturday. If you are a member of Patreon, which I believe Lori is, uh, you just uh, log into Patreon. It'll be the most recent post up there, and you can watch it. Uh, so that's number one. Number two, where can I see the chat room during the live show? Mm-hmm. Thanks. That's what TX means. Is anybody in the chat room? I've been having trouble. I don't, I don't even know. Oh, wait, there are, and I've not seen any of it. I don't know. I had to refresh <laughs> the page. So, yeah, I apologize for anybody that didn't see me trying to reach you, but... Uh, guess there's some folks in the chat room. So, so the answer to the question is, if you go to robertscottbell.com, mm-hmm. and at the top of the page, let me put this back up so I can just show you. So there's there's today's show notes, and if you scroll up here to the menu at the top, you see there's one there that says watch, listen. You click ah, on mm-hmm. You click that. Yeah. You scroll down. Oh, boy. That's the old picture. from the virus from that day. <laughs> Okay. 
anyway, so there, there's the, uh, there's the video. The show and plan. just below that, over in the corner there, you see that little green little window thing? Scroll down. I think it's little, uh, our uh, banner thing is in the way, so they can't see it. Oh, okay. Our overlay. You oh, know? you know what? It doesn't oh. move. It's, no, it, it stays in one place. It stays in the bottom <laughs> right hand corner. So but trust actually, me. Um, yeah, I don't even think I can. A little green, on. like a bubble, like a, a comic. Yeah. Bubble. Anyway, you just click on that, and then it pops it up. Yeah. And you guys are out there on on Twitch, I think, isn't it? Or or, or what's the uh, video uh, feed? Rumble. And unless uh, yeah, Rumble. Twitter, we are on Rumble. We're on Twitter. We're on Facebook. We're on Twitch. But unless you're on Rumble watching, I can't see the Rumble notes because they're not embedded in our. Uh, yeah, you have to open it up just and have it open somewhere so you can see the chat room. Yeah. So there we go. All right. Well, I I think you know as much as I'd love everybody to glom onto what I've been saying for years about the medical monopoly and and you know separation of medicine and state, I I just don't know if it's just still too far fetched the field to figure. You know, it's like, that's a lot of afsibors, but what? It's, it's just too much. It's too much to consider, Super Don. It's like, Robert, I know you know some stuff, but dude, don't ask me to totally look that different at everything in medicine because it's just too much. But I'm telling you, it's going to collapse. Look, it is a lot. I mean, it is. But you know the reason why it's a lot is because we've effed it up so bad that, you know, it's, it's really, um, it's a big deal to try and undo everything that's been done at this yeah. point. So, you know, it's, it's, I understand. Yeah. I understand why people would be frustrated and go, I, that's not even possible. Well, for some people, it may not be possible. That's where we're at at this point. And you and I yeah. have talked about this before where it's just like, you know, we look at, at the reality of the situation, whether it's the economy or whatever, yeah. the government, the corruption, you know, and how corrupt it's become. It's like, eventually you just kind of sit there and you go, so how do we fix this? Well, yeah. again, unfortunately, back. you know, I think in a lot of ways, the only way if it's going to get fixed in the, in the way that it needs to be fixed, it's going mm -hmm. to cause a big problem for a lot of people. We're talking about a collapse of society, yeah. really, you know, yeah. a repel, repair and rebuild. But here's the point. Start growing food now before the collapse. Start exchanging things other than Federal Reserve notes before the collapse. All you can do is try and minimize the impact of that collapse on you and your family and your community. Yes, exactly. Right? And I'm not predicting when, but the point is don't wait for it to go, okay, now I'll start. Like, dude, that's yeah. no. There's no way to predict. Well, you know, listen, there have been a long time for years we've been yeah. predicting something like this, and other people were predicting this before us. Yeah. Uh, the government is, you know what they're really good at? Kicking the can down the road. Mm -hmm. I mean, if there's one thing they are really, really good at, yeah. that's it. They can they just uh, just keep, you know, uh, putting Band-Aids on stuff, sticking the finger in the, in the leak, right? Yeah. You know, uh, to keep things from collapsing. But eventually, they, they can't, you know, they're not going to be able to do it. When yeah. that is, I don't know. Is it in our lifetime? Hard to say. No, if you get in there and somebody proposes this idea of a separation of medicine and state, man, all hell will break loose. That person will likely be kicked out of Congress or, you know, it, it just. They'll they do a Miles Guo on him, right? Miles Guo, yeah, on him. They'll just arrest him. I mean, it's just like, you can't do that. I mean, the embeddedness of that. Look at this article from the Defender, Super Don. You just pull this up and it's in the show notes. Private equities stranglehold on U.S. healthcare is shocking and immoral. Private equities ownership of U.S. healthcare providers is incompatible with the needs and best interests of patients 
and should be checked with federal legislation. According to a report published Wednesday by the Consumer Advocacy Group, Public Citizen. See, they come to the wrong conclusion, even though they're right about half of it. You need federal legislation to curtail this? That's not happening. The feds are bought out with rare exception, completely lock, stock and barrel by these interests. And having a single payer socialized system only strengthens that stranglehold, tweaks it a little bit, but it doesn't change it. The same disastrous system becomes even more of a strong, stronger monopoly. But here we go. Medicine for profit. And I'm a freedom guy. You know that I'm a freedom guy. I don't want a government. But the, the inherent conflicts of interest, we need to have a philosophical discussion about how to move forward. If the only way you profit is by catering to sick people, then you're not in incentivized in any way, shape or form to actually stop people from being sick people. You follow me there? It's not a hard one to figure out, but what is the response then? You know, it's like, am I calling for socialized medicine? No, I'm not. But what about freedom? In freedom, aren't people incentivized to do things that could be profitable for them, beneficial to them? Well, yeah, that's true. And I don't think that's a bad thing. When left to, again, responding to the needs of people out there. But as we've seen over time, despite all of the obstacles to natural medicine, doctors and non-doctors alike, to hang a shingle and, and support, you know, efforts to get well, despite all of the attacks and the limitations on them, they are flourishing and thriving. In fact, we feature some of them fairly regularly here. That we talk about people who are not, quote unquote, licensed doctors, but they're providing wellness opportunities. And yeah, it's true. People come in and pay them for their services, may even buy products to help them get well, but because they don't have the force of government mandating that you go to them, it becomes a free exchange. Now, doesn't mean every exchange is going to be mutually beneficial. You might go, didn't work for me. Well, I feel like I got ripped off. Well, if enough of that happens in a, in a, in, a, in freedom, people are going to talk. They're going to go, that guy, that gal, I went there, nothing. I didn't. And now if it's an anomaly, again, that's going to happen. Sometimes you're just not a congruity in terms of the goals of a doctor or a non-doctor and a patient or a non-patient to work together. And those goals don't align, then you're not happy. And the doctor's got, or non-doctor's got to figure out, you know, that's not a person suitable for what I'm providing. So I still believe, even as I call into question, the profit motivation in healthcare is to keep people sick because that's the only way you profit. There are people in a semi-controlled, managed free market that are providing goods and services to those like that go into health food stores to buy stuff because it seems to help them. They're, the companies making them have to make a profit to stay in business, to reinvest in it, but not in a monopoly. So there's, and, and they're fighting regulation just to survive what they have to meet to be able to do that. So there is evidence of possibility here in freedom, in freedom but not in a monopoly. Again, that's the distinct difference. When we talk about freedom and you think about Rockefeller medicine, it is not freedom. It's monopoly medicine. When's the last time we had a free market for medicine? And I even talk about the invisible hand of the market and people that are free market people might go accuse me of now being a communist because I'm just, I think philosophically we have to say, Hey, how could it work? Can it work? And let's discuss again, fundamental philosophy of how real healthcare is delivered. And I would say it starts with organic non-GMO food and stop assaulting children with shots and drugs from the moment they're born. How do you get rid of that? Well, it ain't going to be because the government's going to vote it out. 
They're not going to go, oh, suddenly, yeah, we're going to mandate or, or prohibit that from happening. No, it's going to be because you individually say, I no longer will participate in that system. And then over time, it will collapse from lack of support unless they rise tyranny even higher to force you back in, which was what Obamacare was about in 2010, as more and more Americans were leaving the medical monopoly, figuring out that natural medicine offered better solutions, cleaner food, better option for true health care. And they're like, well, we're losing them. What do we do? A hundred years after the Flexner report of 1910 and 2010, we got you. Obamacare. You are required to buy this insurance that will only cover what? The things you want or need? No, the things they want to sell you by force. Drugs, surgery, shots, chemically grown and processed foods that create disease for which you will then wrongly interpret or your doctor will as a deficiency of given FDA drugs that will placate those symptoms in some way, suppress them while giving you 10 other problems that you'll go back to the same people because it's a monopoly. You're not allowed to go anywhere. Homeopath. Oh, hell no. Don't you dare hang your whole, your shingle homeopath herbalist. Chiropractors have licenses, which is a problem. And some of them are even promoting vaccination in their school. So you can see the problem with accepting government privileges. Licensure is deadly. Just look at driving cars. Everybody's supposedly licensed. And all those wrecks are happening among licensed drivers, by the way. Interesting story. I think I'll share this now. Uh, my wife and I were going to a worship service on Sunday uh, morning. Just, I was like, you know, I didn't, I didn't even know what it was. Uh, it was like, we got to go. I just, we had, I felt we had to go. And I usually like to go, but a lot of times I'm so busy. The only day off I have is the day where there's a service. And sometimes it's just one of those things. And so we get in the car, go and like, interesting is I'm backing out of the driveway this car has, you know, rat, buttons and stuff. It's a four-wheel drive, all-wheel drive, you know, a little SUV. And I, I hit a button I've never hit before. I look it down. I'm like, what is that on the dashboard? It looked like a, a car going down a hill. So some kind of thing that I never used, didn't even know it was there. I was like, oh, that's interesting. I'm like, all right, I hit that button again. I'm like, but that sp it, the spotlight was on it. It was like, what is that light all about? I'm, I'm compelled to go to the service. And I'm like, okay. So I turn out, I put on the... Um, uh, I guess they have a, you can detune or you can tune the engine down to a lower gear. So it warms up faster. Like if you're, you're, I forget what they call it. Not economy. You see, I'm a car guy. I like cars, but I'm just like, they're not pressing buttons. And super Don loves it when I press buttons on the air. Not really. And so I press that button. I'm like, okay, I don't know what that was all about. And then as we're heading up the highway, started getting snow flurries and then the snow started getting harder and harder. And suddenly it's a blizzard. We're in a blizzard on the highway. And we're not, you know, but a couple of miles from our exit. So I'm thinking, I'm just going to slow down. Traffic's slowing down. This is great. No problem. And I get to the off-ramp, which is a slant down, just like that picture of that button that I pressed accidentally before. I'm like, I don't know what that is. And as I'm going down the off-ramp, slowing down, I'm not going at super high speed, but I'm realizing, oh my God, there's no traction. I'm on a sheet of snow and ice and nothing, analog brakes, nothing's working. And I'm like, honey, we are going into the, you know, the T intersection and that traffic, and I've got nothing to do but honk my horn and hope nobody hits us. It's not a high speed scenario, but it's like one of those, everything slows down and you're watching and you're going, God, please help us. And as I, you know, skidded, you know, straight into sideways, I stopped in the, in the T road going east, which is the direction I wanted. No car hit us. Everybody was moving slow. And it was like, we slid right into a special protected space. And I'm like, 
Thank you, God. Somehow we were protected in that moment. Now, as we then headed up the rest of the way, very carefully, even as I was parking the car at the temple, it was like sliding around like, man, how did we get here? And turns out one of the other guys that went to that service had a similar experience. Unfortunately, he actually hit somebody. Now, nobody was hurt, but one of the cars was damaged pretty bad. And I, you know, I went there, it was interesting. Somebody was new to the, to the uh, service that I needed to talk to that needed me to talk with him. We had a great conversation, real good spiritual depth, practical stuff. And, and I realized why I went, you know, sometimes you're called to go to serve, (coughs) to serve others. And sometimes we put ourselves at risk in serving others. We enter into areas where like, if I'd have known there was a blizzard coming, would I have gone? But how interesting was it that that little spotlight caused me to go, what is that thing? Which I should have, by the way, pressed and left in next time I know. But yet we were still protected somehow by the grace of God, protected because we were engaged in serving others, helping others to connect, to develop the relationship that they need with the divine. And I love being able to do that. And that's part of my journey as a healer. Whether you call me a doctor or not, I don't like the term doctor because it's been corrupted by doctors. They're the third, second, or first leading cause of death. But a healer, teacher, yeah. And the true role of a healer, teacher, slash doctor is not to find the right remedy for you or me, but it's to connect you to the source of all healing, and that is your divinity, your relationship to the divine. That which gave you life can also heal you. The innate intelligence chiropractors call it the vital force, homeopaths call it, chi or ki, depending if you're coming from the east, all of these things involve the reality that we are much more than physical bodies. We are much more than the chemistry of our bodies, even though we need good vitamins, minerals, trace minerals, essential fats, and all of that. And dare I say, we don't need genetically engineered components of man. We don't need toxic pesticides, herbicides, fungicides. If you guys want to see my, my, my daughter's 10 minute uh, defense of her uh, senior thesis on organic food versus chemical agriculture, it's on my Facebook page. On the Robert Scott Bell Show Facebook, just if you're curious. And with that, we got 10 seconds before we got to sign off with our friends at uh, brighteon.tv. Thank you. Join us at two hours a day, six days a week. And uh, come on over to robertscottbell.com where the power to heal is yours. All right, bonus round commences here. Thank you all for being on board the Robert Scott Bell Show Healing Freight Train, if that's what you want to call it. We don't derail that often. Not as often as (laughs) government-controlled freight trains. So, ah, man, what a show! Unless we're on the crazy train, then then you want to get rid of. Yeah, well, it could happen. So let's see. I've got a. a, a, I think I sent this to you an advocacy uh, thing for uh, our friends at the National Health Freedom Action, talking about taking action to stop the WHO's pandemic treaty and amendments to the IHR. I'm going to drop that in the uh, chat room for everybody to look at that. If you guys are, you know, feeling helpless, like, what do we do to stop this? So I'm just going to drop that link also in the other chat through Restream. So you guys check that out and see what you can do if you feel like you want to do something. Anyway, have you felt that helplessness of, of sliding? Like where you got no of control? Course. Yeah, oh, of course. Dude, it's a, okay. Now it was slow enough speed where it wasn't like I was panicked. Like, you know, I've, you're going to hit something. I'm like, it's a possibility. I'm thinking all this thing while this is happening. I'm like, we are going into traffic and I can't do anything about it. We're going to slide until we stop. And it happened that it was just this perfect space. 
Nobody hit us. It was far enough. It was not even skidding around me. Now, when we came back down the hill later, after all the snow had been cleared, there had been some other wrecks. You could see evidence of that. But, uh, you know, man, that was a wild, wild morning that, that morning. But we made it back. Here we are on the air still. So this looks like some breaking news. I want to try and verify this real quick here. But they have yeah. apparently... <laughs> Uh, they have identified the shooter. Okay. What do you got? Well, I got to verify this. I don't want to put this out as, uh, because if it's inaccurate here. Is it from a link? The name is Audrey. Yes. At this point, uh, a 28-year-old woman named Audrey Hale. Okay. Now, this is in Nashville, Tennessee. It's unconfirmed at this point. All right. So I'm not going to say anything, just because I'm going to be responsible here. Okay. But I'm going to look into it. And if what I'm seeing here is true, yeah, this is going to be interesting. When you send me the link, I won't say anything, but I do want to see it. Let me see. NBC News? Woman? Da, 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 da. All right. I'll send you. Well, Usually what it is? You, I, if it's NBC News, you think it's legit? No. Yeah. I'm still, I need, I need to be able to. Okay actually verify this but let me tell me if you can open this up okay <clears throat> all right this is off of facebook it's a link well this is where i first saw because i was looking i got the name so the first thing i want to do is I, i'm going to go over to facebook and see if i can see a, like a facebook profile for this person okay uh, i don't know what the, i don't know if this is a you know i brought this up just inadvertently <laughs> You remember I did. <laughs> yes, you did. I did. But I, I haven't got confirmation on this yet. So I want to make sure that I do. Okay. Uh, before I, because I, I'm seeing this post from people. Uh-huh. I, I guess we might as well just say it. This is what's being reported. We don't have this verified yet. But according to what I'm seeing here, Audrey Hale, 28 years old, uh, is a transgender female. Uh, a female that transitioned to a male or a male that transitioned a male that to transitioned yeah. to a I'm female seeing, it looks like or picture, is it the other way around well, no i'm seeing in this picture this person has an adam's apple this is a male pretending to be a female right. it's correct 28 year old trans person audrey hales well, not a teen this? girl yeah 28 year old um, man pretending to be a woman Again, this is where they're saying you're transgender. Now, we don't have confirmation of this, but I want you to think about this, that this could then be a hate crime. Because if you, you know, if you have a, a devout Christian beliefs, you're like, uh, you're not a big fan of this transgender ideology. And so could it be a reverse hate crime? They say, oh, no, you can't do a reverse hate crime, right? It, it's just. Birth name Audrey Hale referred to as Aiden Hale by her friends. Yeah. And then the question is, what kind of artificial growth hormones, any depressants, any number of pharmaceuticals that were involved in this? Once again, we don't have confirmation. We'll say that one more time, but that's could be breaking news on it. And and I brought that up just kind of out, out of the blue, not trying to even be funny, but that's where it's gone. And they are, are they not instigating hate crimes against Christians in this case? I mean, is it too strong a word to say that they are targeting people of faith who don't buy into the ideology as people that should be shunned or even worse? 
you know, the people on the left right now have been engaged in hate, you know, hateful rhetoric and other things, not accepting of beliefs other than the one they want you to have. We can get along as long as you believe and behave as I want you to believe and behave. How tolerant is that? Not a tolerant at all. It's intolerance. Used to be the thing. They're talking about these Christians being intolerant. Most of the ones I know, pretty much all, all again, there are always going to be exceptions, folks. Individuals that we're like, mm, man, they don't fit any whatever. But most of the Christians will go, look, I'm not a fan of this. But if that's what you want to do as an adult, you know, that's your choice. They understand agency and freedom. But right now, the dominant religion on the left, which is no religion, and that's fine. You have your freedom not to have a religion. That's, again, that's your, your choice. But to be so intolerant is to say, well, they're not entitled to their beliefs because their beliefs offend me. How weak is that? And how do you have the ability to have such an intolerant view and think that you need the government to force others to believe what you believe? And what kind of luxury are you living in? You're not hungry yet, are you? Because when you're hungry, the last thing you're going to concern yourself with is whether somebody refers to you to the pronoun you like. Think about that. Are you hungry? You referred to me as a he and I'm a they. Oh, you mean you're not going to accept the food that I'm giving you because I, I mispronounced you, misgenderized you? Really, when you're hungry, you're like, that's going to be the least of your concerns. Like, where are you going to get food? Are you growing food? Do you know how? All right. Well, it's an interesting twist if it's if it's verified, if it's validated. Yeah. yeah. So I'm not going to say it's true at this point until I've I've seen it verified because you know how these things go. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, it's just people will put something out there, especially if this is not true. This is somebody just just has figured out. Hey, if we put this out here, then millions of people will click on our links, and you know. It ends up being clickbait in a, yeah. in a time of of confusion. So, but yeah. we'll uh, we'll see. Mm-hmm. If it turns out it's true, you know, I mean, I hate to say it, but you know, it you can you can connect some dots there. Um, and that, you know, and in no way am I saying that somebody who's trans, you know, is is more inclined to go kill people. Yeah, we, that's not but, what we do, but that's no, what they do. Not at all. The other side will say, well, more people that are Christian, right? Uh, whatever. Right. So the last thing we're trying to do is is create division or like that. But, you know, like everybody else, we're trying to figure out what what's going on here. Mm -hmm. You know, Um, what 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 caused this to happen? There's another story we didn't get to, but it's interesting. Nonetheless, Manitoba family suing AstraZeneca after son's stroke following the COVID-19 jab. Family says they believe the hemorrhagic stroke in 2021 was caused by the vaccine. I don't know what capacity they have in Canada to sue uh, the companies because you know, obviously they were shielded with the BioShield here in America uh, under the emergency, which technically is still going on. Isn't it supposed to end in April? The state What's of that? emergency on COVID. I yes. remember. They, yes, yeah. yes, it's coming up. They're, dis- no news they're going that. to disband. Actually, they're going to disband the um, the COVID response team or whatever. Wow. That they put together because, yeah. you know, they got nothing to do now. Send them all to jail. <laughs> Along with Fauci. They'll, they'll find some, some place to put them, I'm sure. So the lawsuit also names as defendants the Vancouver Coastal Health Authority, the Attorney General of Canada, the Ontario-based Ver- Verity Pharmaceuticals, a manufacturer authorization holder for the COVID Shield vaccine, which is the Indian-made version of the AstraZeneca shot. So they're trying to sue other agencies, apparently, in this case. It's, again, another sad 
sad story of uh, iatrogenocide, I call it. And, you know, there's more than that, of course. Uh, I was looking at uh, Twitter, Peter McCullough's Twitter feed, heavily vaccinated Australia after massive breakthrough cases is experiencing worse excess mortality than at any point in 80 years. It's uh, from the conservative review. Oh, it's conservative and it can't be right. I'm going to send you this one. This is interesting. Again, we, we have to take each news article and yes, there may be biases, but as Super Don says, read through it. See the sources. Just because it's from a liberal or conservative source, you can't immediately automatically dismiss it. You might have some inclinations to do so, but still, like we say, and Super Don says, it's worth reading and learning and seeing what's going on out there. But Australia, worse. Uh, phew. You know, and, and all of this makes Trump look worse by the day, doesn't it? And this is a little upset because I know we got a lot of people that are big fans of Trump here. And again, some of the things he did, I like, we enjoyed. But on this front, he has made as big and bad a mistake as anybody ever did. Not firing Fauci and going forward on a shot that was not needed based on lies and deceptions. And now we see more ties between Fauci and the Chinese Communist Party. And now you go, Trump, really? Were you duped by the CCP? Might you acknowledge that before anybody votes for you in the next round? I mean, these are legit questions, are they not? Yeah. Well, he wanted all the credit for it, too. Yeah. You know? Now you got to shoulder some of the blame or all of it, too. I don't know. But yeah, now you can't I, have it both ways, right? Yeah. So I, you know, I put it out there not to tick anybody off, just to say, hey, man, there's some real stuff. And, and even in the Utah Safe and Effective uh, documentary, we showed you where both uh, Trump and DeSantis were all in on the shot. Just to show you, this is not about attacking liberals or, or, you know, Democrats only. It's about across the board. Everybody fell for it. Politically speaking, with rare, rare, rare exception. All right, what's going on in the chat room? So you you have the uh, AMA up. It was great AMA. Lots of great questions and interactions and people. I just love that you guys and gals are helping. Every, everybody's helping everybody. It's a wonderful, wonderful environment, wonderful family union and reunion each time we get to do that through our AMA. And if you're not a patron supporter yet of the Robert Scott Bell Show, if you do become one, you can watch all the AMAs we have up there, even the ones you weren't uh, you know, able to go to. And the one we just did on Saturday was great. So please do. Yes, sir. So we got, we got anything happening in the chat room? Uh, let me look. See, guys, this is your time. Your turn to bring it now. Yeah. What you got? What's going on here? What you got? All right. So, yeah. Uh, let me see. Ms. Ketchell has put that uh, an image of what's going on through that claimed uh, thing on Facebook. And it's linking to an N- NBC affiliate, apparently. So, it's not totally clip. Make sure it's NBC and it's not a, a, a uh, and that it's actually saying that. Well, the New York Post is now picking it up too. Aubrey Hale, they're identifying now. Right. But do they do they identify what Audrey Hale identified as? No, I don't think on the New York Post. Right. right. So that's another thing. It's just you got to be careful on these things because people are like, see, here, here's so, the proof. And then you go to an article. Right. Yeah. You go to the article and then it says nothing about it, you know. So right. it's just – it's a cr- – it, how many times have we seen this, you know, where it's just like some big thing is happening and all this stuff is flying all over the internet. And it's just, it's really easy to get caught up in it Yeah, and, and think that, you know, what's going on, but 
it just stuff just gets flung left and right and it's inaccurate. So we'll we'll keep an eye on it. Yeah. The dust hey, tomorrow, will settle at some point. Two new hours of show tomorrow. Robert Verkirk, one of my best buds, one of the smartest guys you'll ever meet. Yeah, he's a PhD who has not lost common sense. And he's with the Alliance for Natural Health International in UK. And uh, we had him on from uh, Mexico as he's touring America for a bunch of events. And you'll love what we're talking about in resilience, establishing resilience tomorrow. Do not miss that. First hour. Hour two, Tanya the herbalist, and she and I, one of one of those mind melds, I could turn the show over to her and have no problem. <laughs> yeah, she's awesome. So right. she's from Canada. And we talk a lot about the philosophy up there in Canada as well. So for you Canadians, you Canucks, you hockey pucks, you're going to enjoy the show, I think, tomorrow. And I'll be heading out to uh, Virginia for uh, the Save America tour with Jonathan Emord, emord4va.com. And please, if you can't attend yourself, send somebody in your stead. Please join, proxy, whatever. Join us at these events. We'd love to see big turnout, big support for Jonathan as he's running for the United States Senate in Virginia. All right. It's placing Tim Kane. All right. Any other questions or comments before we wrap up here today, guys and gals? What else we got here? Looking through it, looking through it. Yeah, there's a lot that's going to be coming out on this one. This is yeah, I'll keep I'll keep tabs on it. We'll uh, we'll revisit the situation on um, Wednesday, mm-hmm. and we'll we'll definitely know more. Miss Ketchell says, Christy says, uh, Super Talk ninety nine seven is also reporting it. It's one of the talk radio stations, I believe, in Tennessee, and she is in the t- she is in Tennessee. Um. And so she's getting on the ground report. So, I mean, I, I'll, I'm not going to dismiss it out of hand, but no, to your no. point, Super Don, again, no, we no. try to be responsible, not just jump on it, but it no, could no. very well be that that's what's uh, manifesting now. Bolden. Oh, I didn't see Bolden's here. The government, and he's going to schedule, he's scheduled to join us on Friday for our uh, Boulder with Bolden or whatever we say. Bolden's big whatever's, Boulder's. Yes, <laughs> yes. Friday, 10th Amendment Center government is also pretty good at breaking your leg and then handing you a crutch yeah no that's my point about all of this the government sponsored health care it's a disaster and i recognize the argument is that oh my gosh but freedom will be worse really has it been tried in a long time not in our lifetime it hasn't and yes philosophically it's good to talk about even that what would the problems be in freedom in real freedom let's talk about that maybe michael bolden would have something to say about that on friday too Looking forward to that because mm-hmm. we've been waiting a while because I think we missed a Friday. We missed a week for travel or something. So let's see what else we got. Uh, lots of thumbs up from Bolden earlier. I saw, I don't know what that was relation to, but always good to have you on board, my brother. All right. Well, on that note, which note is that? Give me a give me a key to. On that note, give me a we, there's like stuff happening here, and we will talk more about it on Wednesday, and we will have a great show for you tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Uh, you guys have a good day. Appreciate you tuning in. Create a great will, day. We will see you back again live on Wednesday. Yeah, but Tuesday, don't miss tomorrow's show. It's all new, hundred percent, all new, y'all. 
It'll be great. And then from Virginia, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. Thank you for supporting us. Thank you for being here. Thank you for sharing the show. God bless you. And we'll see you soon. Thank <laughs> you.